Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. Today's topic, we're diving in to UI UX, UI slash UX. Part two, how to perform UI UX testing. In part one, we, um, we covered kind of the the ground level importance of UI UX. And so now it's time to put those principles to good use. When you're building a new website or rebuilding an existing one or a piece of software or any digital product or device, it's crucial to use UI UX testing at multiple stages of the design process. It's true that it takes time and can seem superfluous when you're up against a deadline. But here's the thing. Going without UI UX testing is a big mistake because it ends up costing you more time and more money in the long run. Even though it requires an investment of time and money, there's still a greater ROI. So it's for sure worth it. Why is that so important? The point of doing UI UX testing is to acquire feedback early in the game so that you can see what isn't working before you incur the costs of a build. If you wait to do such testing until after you build your product, it'll be extremely expensive to fix. It's not right science, right? And yet, too many marketers and marketing agencies and project managers and engineers make this mistake. By running UI UX test, you can accomplish the following. Determine whether users are able to accomplish the tasks they set out to do with your product, software, website, etc. I mean, let's face it, we're all smart people. But the customer and how they use things is critical. By running this test, you can also accomplish and identify areas that need to be improved because the end user didn't find it friendly or efficient. By running UI, UI UX tests, you can accomplish the fact that you now know what needs to be changed and you can then measure performance step by step. By running a UI UX test, you can ensure users actually enjoy it. And of course, from all of that comes less time, less money in the wrong one. How about a stat on that? Want a stat? All right. Nielsen Norman Group. That's N-N-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Found that a mere 10% of a redesign budget was dis 
was attributed to user testing. Mm. When that 10% was or wasn't applied, the usability difference was 135% apart. What about a case study? Hey, we got one of those too. Would imagine you've probably used a website or a piece of software and ran into a question after searching the company's support forum, you got frustrated, maybe put in a support ticket, maybe left. Firefox experienced this issue over and over again from their users. So they did some testing and redesigned their forum layout. And it improved discoverability. And after nine weeks, they were able to reduce their support questions by 70%. Oof. So when do you perform a UI UX test? Well, the ideal way to do this testing is to think of it as a series of tests instead of just one great big one. For example, you might perform tests at the following key points, like the prototype stage needs, you know, that helps you identify that needs to be fixed and maybe put it in front of a, a testing group. And then just before launch to find any last tweaks you might have missed um, that didn't show up in the prototype stage. In any case, the sooner the better. Functional points, yeah. Not just when it's on the drawing board. So how do you do this? The way you perform your UI UX test is obviously going to depend on the type of product you're testing. But for the sake of simplicity, let's look at some generalized steps. Step one, of course, is develop your plan. Most things are more successful when they're mapped out beforehand with a plan. And that's especially true for UI UX testing. Here's some questions to help you develop your plan of action. Where and when will you run the test? Who's going to perform the test? How many users do you want to have access to a test they're engaging? What aspects will you test or not test? How are you going to capture the test results? Number two, create a script. Creating a script will help you get you to think clearly about what's being tested so that you can better articulate the goals of the test. It will also make the whole process more organized and it'll put your participants at ease and help you maintain consistency with all participants. Break your script down as follows. Do an introduction, explain what's being tested and why and what you hope to gain and what you hope to understand. 
because that helps the participants understand. We, we know you already get it. But that helps them understand what's expected of them. Rather than just say, here, use this. Number two, give a testing outline. You want to set up a scenario for the participant to play out. So if you're testing new e-commerce website design, you might say something like, we want you to consider making a purchase of an electric toothbrush and some replacement heads, and your budget's $150 and you're shopping for a family of four. Okay? So make the test scenario fit the person who's testing. Kind of like creating a customer avatar. Step three of how to perform a UI UX test. Now you got to find your participants that fit what we just talked about. Because now that you know the scope of the testing you're going to do, you can start seeking out your participants. And you do want to make sure you hire the right people for this job. Your participants should match your ideal customers as much as possible. So create a profile for the type of person you're looking for. Gender, age, income, interest, part of the world they live in, language. You can use the usability test screener doc from usability.gov. Uh, that'll help you a lot right there. Remember, results of any test or study are skewed with a sample size that's too small. And you don't want to make it so big that it overwhelms everybody. Step four. Now it's time to run the test. So that you have all the preparatory work out of the way, it's time you run your UI UX test and start collecting data. As we mentioned before, it's important to record the test so you can look back to them afterwards, making sure to ask for permission from the participants to record it and they understand what that's being used for. Don't interject as your participants go through the test just because they may have done something you didn't anticipate. You want to get the data that is based on the user not having any assistance because that's the way your end product's going to be. Hey, leave the room if you need to. I know, I'd be tempted to step in and guide them. Make sure your participants understand that anything that goes wrong during the test, it's the product's fault, not theirs. Because it's a test, and you want this in its raw form. Now step five is to get their response. The results you get from this test will come from observations of how the participants act when performing the test. Directly after the test, ask them to give your observations, to give you observations by asking them these questions. What was your overall impression? What did you not like about the product? What did you like about it? What part is user-friendly? Would you use this? How often? If not, why not? 
Do you have any tips for us that you think could help us make this better? Step six. Now you want to make the necessary changes. Get busy making the changes necessary to improve the areas that received a negative response. And don't spend too much time fixing those turds, but polish, polish those diamonds uh, that got good parts as, as testing reviews. Just let your ego go. There's, there's no place for it. Just set aside any hurt feelings because this is what you needed to know. And be happy you found this out before you launched it. No product is perfect prior to launch. Never happens. So use this valuable information you obtain to get it as close to perfect as you can. And no, your test groups won't find all the flaws. The key is to make your website or your software or your product as easy and enjoyable as possible for people to interact with. And you've just armed yourself with some powerful information to help you do that. A final thought. As you can tell, UI UX testing doesn't have to be complicated or slow you down. What it will do, however, is push you ahead of your competition and ensure you create a product that people will be excited to use. Thanks for listening to the Viral Solutions Podcast, where we're committed to seeing you succeed. And we exist and we only thrive when we grow and double your revenue with proven marketing strategies. And this is about playing the long game. It's what makes some brands great and some not so great. So the Viral Solutions Podcast, ViralSolutions.net. Now that's where you stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing. If you got questions, hit up our website at ViralSolutions.net. Web chat's great. Call us at 888-816-1222, or I'm sure you'll find us on social media. UI UX testing. Very much worth doing. Hope you made it a great day.